You're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride on entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerated Podcast. I'm so excited. We are tackling mindset stuff today, something we don't talk about enough, especially for you guys who run those brick and mortar businesses and those product led businesses and you, you know, you're doing the manufacturing, the production and all those things and you forget to do this work and we all do. So I'm really excited to bring an expert on here who's going to give us some real actionable steps and things that we can do to make sure we're focusing on that entrepreneurial space between our ears. So Stacy, thanks so much for joining. Thanks for having me, Don. I'm excited to be here today. I'm so excited to have you. So why don't you tell everybody who you are and who you serve? Yes. So I am Stacey Baron Fuss, and I'm the founder of The Truth Teachers, and we serve women leaders specifically to help them activate their power and really start leading from an internal fuel space versus validating and leading from an external place. We also serve um, executives and their teams in the corporate space. So very excited to dive into this conversation today because the brick and mortars, product-led, um, you all matter and, and it's time to dive into the mindset stuff. Yeah, that's great. I'm really, I really appreciate you came on here. Something that caught my eye about what you do is you talk about why mindset coaching doesn't work. But before we get there, can you explain to everybody what the mindset space is and why it's so critical to running a successful business? Yes. So it's so fascinating because what we're taught to do is do, do, do. We're all amazing action takers. But what we don't get taught when we're, you know, when we're young early on is if we combined, like you said, the entrepreneurial space between our ears, if we combine the mindset work, if we combine that with our action, just how powerful we can be. And so the mindset stuff is so important because most often the chaos that you might be experiencing externally is because there is chaos going on internally. And so the more that you can really focus on your mindset and make sure it's aligned with the actions that you're taking, you truly can become unstoppable. So if I am in my business and I get up in the morning and I'm in a good space and then the first thing happens, an employee calls off sick, this happens, that happens. How does this work make it so that I can make it through the day and really be successful? Yeah. So the thing that I like to say, again, just trying to really focus on actionable steps, you know, in this episode with you is when something happens that's outside of your control is really bring your attention inward and focus on what emotions are being brought up right now. And are these emotions that I have felt recently or in a similar situation? Because a lot of times something happens with that employee, with that team member, and it's reflective of a pattern, right? Or something that's happened to us before. And so the more that you can go into reflection first, instead of blaming, because blaming is our immediate go-to, right? Of 
if I, you know, handle this externally with this person or that situation, I'm going to fix it. But the more you can turn inward and look at your mindset about it, the more that you're going to leave from an empowered state. All right. So you said that mindset coaching doesn't work. Can you explain about that? And then if it doesn't work, where do we get our resources? Where do we find the things that we need to put us on the right path? Yes. So I love this conversation because when we work with mindset alone, it's it's really not as effective as if we first go to the root of what's happening. And so mindset work can be very effective if you are dealing with um, fertile soil. And what I mean by that is if we can first look at the emotional state that we're in and understand what emotion we're coming from, positive or negative, that combined with mindset work makes it super effective. Mindset work alone is truly a band-aid, right? It's it's a band-aid to symptoms where when we can start working with our emotions, because we're we're feeling beings, right? We the way that we navigate life is truly based on the feeling we think we're going to, you know, have when we achieve that goal or the feeling we think we're going to have when we get into that relationship or we, you know, start that new business where if we can start to connect to those emotions now, while we then engage in the mindset work, that's where it can be super effective. So somebody who is new to mindset work, or this is the first time they've maybe heard about this as being an important part of, you know, their entrepreneurial journey or running a business. You know, where do you start, right? So you said we start from how we're feeling about things. And you said that we want to kind of get into those emotions. But if I am in a space where I am working and something goes wrong and it may not be an appropriate place to do whatever the emotion is bringing up for me, I know that I've seen this a lot. I have had this happen to me inside the roastery. Our employees have had things happen with customers. I mean, where do we start and how do we make it so that it's something we can rely on when these things come up? Yeah. So the first thing that I suggest is in the moment, simply document what emotion comes up. We have our phones. We can just simply document what's happening because it can give us a ton of information about the patterns and programs that are running and holding us back. Right. And so that's the first step is just quickly document it. Don't try to explain it because that's what we're trained to do, right? It's like, we're feeling this way because so-and-so did this. Don't want to explain it. Just identify the emotion. And the more that you can do that, what happens is you start to connect with yourself. You start to understand yourself at a deeper level. And when you do that and take the time, what you actually are doing is making it so that the emotions no longer run you you're choosing those emotions. And so you're not as reactive throughout your day. You're not as frankly exhausted because a lot of times, while it appears we're just busy in our businesses, we're actually emotionally exhausted because we're not taking the time to actually familiarize ourselves with what's happening inside. So it's kind of like turning into or tuning into, I guess a better word, you know, how things are moving at the moment, regardless of like the external stuff that's going on. So I guess we would talk maybe triggers or something in another conversation, but so right now something could be going on externally. It's my choice to decide how I want to, first of all, notice what's going on. And second of all, give a response. Right. Because the way that we're conditioned is we, at some level believe that something happens, it triggers us. We react. 
where that's not actually the truth. The truth is, is that there's a space. Um, and I, this is from, you know, Stephen Covey's book. Um, and I'm totally blanking on, on the, the title, but between stimulus and response, there's choice, right? It's the whole Pavlov's dog example, right? When the bell rings, the dogs would come running. That's us with our emotions. We, we just are under the disbelief that something's happening externally. We're conditioned. We feel a certain way when it happens, but there's actually space where there's an opportunity to make a new choice, an opportunity to slow everything down and actually look at what's the feeling. And you probably can identify that it's a feeling you have at home or somewhere else in your life, which means you're the common denominator, right? And so you have the power to change it and stop being so reactionary. So the overwhelm or the stressed out feeling, or, you know, sometimes we have phones ringing and things happen and it feels like we can't get to everything. You know, we can just take and decide something different. Yeah. So the, the best, that's a great example of like what everyday life is for us as business owners. Right. And so the first thing to do is notice on some level that you're not present. You're actually not in the present moment. You are focused on everything in the future, right. Or even the past. I didn't get back to that client on time. I haven't made that call back. I have to get this, this proposal done by, by Wednesday and it's Monday. And so a lot of times we can track stress to not being present. And so a very practical exercise that you can do in any moment is just see that you're not being present. And that's actually something I want to kind of add to part of the work that I do with people. It's a little different because I first want to guide your attention to the truth, which is in this example, I'm not present where a lot of the mindset work you, they want to take you to what you want. And you first have to see where you're starting to be able to change, right? You have to see that you're not being present and you're always stressed out about the future before you can actually be present, right? You have to see where you're coming from. So if I need to ground myself back into being present, what are some ways that I can do it? Do I visualize that? Do I have an emotional attachment to it? Is there something that I can do in the moment to remind myself so that I can start from a place of being in control? Yes. So that... The simple approach is three conscious breaths. It's something that's always available to us, right? Hopefully our breath is always there. Um, and, And so the idea with going back to your breath is that it not only is a great anchor to the present moment, but it has so many benefits from the nervous system to the body, to the to mindset. I mean, it's, it's endless. And so, you know, it's available to you all the time. So it's a great resource. Once you take those three conscious breaths, and by the way, when I say three conscious breaths, what I mean by that is breathe in for three counts. So count to three and then breathe out for six counts. Super simple, but it just, when you do a longer exhale, it just starts to slow everything down. So you can come to the moment and be able to address what you need to address. So practically, just a practical thing for my business owners who are listening and going, but you don't know what it's like when I'm a line of customers and I haven't gotten food out, or you don't know what it's like when, you know, the hammer just got lost on the job site and it's, you know, this and that. I mean, really what the three to six seconds sounds phenomenal, but how can we do that without interrupting like the business flow? If in order to be massively successful, you have to be able to control yourself, your thoughts, and your reactions and responses to things. 
Otherwise, you will do something at some point that is not going to be in the best interest of your business. You're going to make a decision the wrong way. You're going to snap at a customer. You're going to get a bad review on Yelp, whatever it is. So, you know, I, I hear people, I hear my my own clients going, but she doesn't understand. There's like nine people waiting out the door for my shop. And I, I want to make sure we bring this back to um, it's available to everybody. And the three conscious breaths could be just enough to get you to think something different or make a different choice. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And part of the tips and things that I suggest really are coming from instances where I found myself in my past life, I was in the real estate space. So very much like brick and mortar boots on the ground. Um, And so I, I developed tools that would support the client in your face, the phone blowing up, all of the things that happen that are different than being in the online world, right? Online entrepreneurship is different than what we're talking about here. And so I want to just say it's actually more beneficial to you and your clients if you excuse yourself for three seconds and take those deep breaths and return to the counter than it is if you stay in a stressed out state dealing with your clients. Because it's not just your inner state we're talking about. It is their inner state. When you take the time to tune in, you're actually calling them to a higher level of an experience when you're being mindful, right? So that's one thing. But the other thing is if you're in a moment where it's physically impossible for you to excuse yourself, say internally, I am present. Mm. That only takes about a second, it sounds like. Yeah, and you don't have to do anything out loud. I could be looking at you, right, and internally say, I am present, I am present. Because in the present moment, there are no problems. Oh, that's a nice idea. Okay, so you were saying that a lot of this comes from things we forgot to do, and those were things in the past, and things we mean to do, which are in the future. So if we can block that out for just a second and put ourselves in the present moment, there aren't any problems in the present. Right. I love that. And if you that think it's definitely it, a different way to think about it. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, literally all of the problems that we have are either projecting what might happen or reminiscing about what wasn't enough or what we didn't do or the client that was unhappy in the moment. I'll just use like the sandwich shop example. You have someone that wants to eat a sandwich and buy a sandwich from you. Right. I know that's like really distilling this down, but That's the truth is if we can come back to the moment, that's where all of our power lies and where we're able to be more intentional and where there's really no problems. So it sounds like there might be some way that we can train ourselves or practice on to make this almost like an automatic response. Like we get to a certain level, something builds up, we get some kind of, you know, internal feeling where we start to really, you know, feel overwhelmed how can we train ourselves to make this like the default setting versus what we all normally do, which is go into that emotional state? Yeah. It's such a great question because so, so often, especially if you're new to this work or new to mindset work, it can be easy to say like, well, you know, you have that experience or this just, it doesn't apply to me. But the reality is, is that any mindset coach or anyone that is proficient in mindset, myself included, right? Anyone that is on this path, it is a a commitment, right? A dedication day in and day out to just like if you were going to the gym and lifting a weight, right? It's like you at first it's five pounds, 
then it's 10, then it's 20 pounds. That's the same with, with mindset is the more that you commit to using these little tools, the easier it's going to be. And then all of a sudden your default becomes this empowered choice versus what it used to be the old setting, like you were saying. Right. So, and once you're in this space and let's say it's not super overwhelming, but you have a big decision to make and you have data points in front of you and things that you have to make actions or make action available to do these things. I guess you can ground yourself into that state of being present in order to analyze the data. I mean, is that another way we use this? Yeah, for sure. Because the more that you can come to the table of decisions, come to the table dealing with your employees, come to the table dealing with clients from a conscious state, the better results you're going to have. Because the way consciousness works is it's a collective. It's not just your consciousness, my consciousness. When we come together, it's our collective consciousness. So it's kind of like when you decide to be present, you are actually investing or making deposits into collective consciousness, which means peace, harmony, prosperity, abundance, like those are, that's the signature of consciousness, right? So that's a a big one coming to, let's say that decision that you need to make from an intentional present state. That's, that's huge. The other thing, you know, when you are up against a decision is making sure just from a mindset perspective that the decision aligns with where you want to go and where the company wants to go. And that seems obvious, but a lot of times decisions will come across our desk and because we're so busy, we'll entertain things that don't actually support the end outcome or the result that we're after. That is so important because I know that I myself have had situations where I have something that I have to take care of or decide. And in my mind, I'm thinking about the possible outcomes before I ever really look deeply into what this is doing and how it's affecting things. So I think this can be very important to kind of prioritize what needs your attention, what doesn't, as you were saying. But I think it's also giving you a chance to stop predicting the outcome, if you will, or, or worrying about the outcome because, you know, you are in that powerful place to make the decision. Right. Yeah. And I I love how you just said that. It's kind of like moving from, you know, predicting or projecting the worry about an outcome and shifting to purposeful or purposely designing the outcome. Right. It's like a big difference. So what happens if you are from a place of this kind of present sense of making these decisions and you are not predicting the outcome, but the outcome just ends up being something that's not helpful. You know, you end up getting what you don't want in response instead of what you do. You know, how do we deal with that? You know, again, from this place of I am going to be present when I make these decisions. Oops, I made the wrong one. Maybe this isn't working. You know, maybe I did it wrong. Right. So releasing that judgment, what do we have to do to, I guess, pivot, shift gears or do something different? Yeah. I mean, I always like to look at life and look at each day as I have the opportunity to get up and have another swing. I have another opportunity to have an at bat to hit that home run. And the more that you look at situations that don't go well, as they're happening actually for you, for your learning, for your evolution, for actually a better outcome than you have imagined that I swear is the ticket. I mean, the, the instances in my 
in my multiple careers that I've had where things look like they've gone sideways. Um, you know, I, I remember one of the, the largest clients that I worked with, um, there was a situation where I stopped representing them. And at first it was a huge loss to me, right? I mean, I went through not only the actual loss, but the emotional loss. And it turned out to be, I mean, the amount of profitability I was able to increase without that that client. So it's like, it was a huge win. At first it didn't look like it, but if we can start looking at life that it's always supporting us, it's truly a, your whole life becomes this journey versus like almost resisting life or being in opposition of life, which is how we've been conditioned. It really is how we've been conditioned. It's, it's always that idea of you have to act quick. You need yeah. to be decisive. You need to you know, shoot from a place of your past patterns, what you saw worked in the past. And when we see it doesn't work in the future, in this instant case, it really can throw people. Mm -hmm. Yes, it can. Because we've been conditioned to live in fear. That's the truth, right? Is that is how we've been conditioned, period, end of story. And so the more that we can start eradicating this illusion of basing how we operate out of fear and changing that into purpose into love, present, right? Present moment awareness. We'll notice we're not as reactive all of a sudden, like the deadlines, almost the the pressure rather, not the deadlines, because there are factual deadlines, but the pressure behind the deadlines, all that energy that's, it's basically being lost right now. The pressure we put on ourselves that can then be funneled into productive effort, productive action. Yeah, this is great. Now, I, I need you said mindset coaching doesn't work. So I need to understand what does, and is this a daily thing? Is it something that we make notes on the computer and mind ourselves to breathe? How can we make this work for us? Um, you know, again, in that day in, day out thing. And if you're running to get a mindset coach, or I've had coaches for years now, it's not a fit for everybody. So how can we implement this today? When I get off this podcast with you today, I know there are going to be some listeners who are like, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Yeah. So one of the, um, I mean, one of my favorite things I've created is I call it the triple threat system. And it's super easy. It takes less than 15 minutes. Um, You can even get it down to 10 minutes, but it's something you can do as a part of your morning routine. So the first thing to do is do the three conscious breaths. So do that three times and If you have the time, just do it for three minutes. So even though I'm saying it's three conscious inhales, six conscious exhales, just do that for three minutes. So that's step one. The next step is to write down three things you're grateful for. So you start with almost like tilling the soil, if you will, right? Connecting to your breath. And then you start focusing the mind on what's happened for you, what you're grateful for. And then go ahead and focus on your short and long-term goals. And it's a great way to, you know, again, prep and prime the garden and then plant your attention or focus your attention on what your short and long-term goals are so that all day your mind is like a missile, right? It's just focused on that. And you're coming from that grateful present space. Yeah. I really like that. It is so easy to set the goals and then look at them every quarter or set the goals and look at them once a week or on the executive meeting on Tuesdays. Um, and in between those days, you're just kind of flinging spaghetti, trying to get things done. And you don't know that every single action you're doing is moving you towards your goals. I mean, that's just an easy thing to do. 
Yes. And back to what I was saying about lifting weights, it's like starting with this very simple exercise, it starts to build on every day that you do it. And then all of a sudden you'll be amazed what 30 days, 60 days later, what it looks like and how much more, you know, just ease you have in your life because you're doing the routine. Right. Right. And if you're hyper-focused on your goals and those things, it really seems like it makes a lot of sense that you're going to ground into being present, having that in the back of your mind when you make those decisions. Exactly. I love that. Let's tell everybody, how can they find you? How can they, do you have a download on this three-step process that people can read? Yes, absolutely. So um, the best place to go is our website, with the, which is thetruthteachers.com. And there you can actually download my favorite meditation. I actually use it every day. It's a five-minute meditation, and it could easily go into the triple threat as the meditation portion. Um, but that's the best place to go. All of our social handles and everything are there. Thank you so much. It's been a great conversation and I really appreciate where you've come from and that you can address people who aren't necessarily in the online space and in that kind of coaching space. Yeah. Yes. It's been my pleasure. This has been a great conversation. I've enjoyed it very much. Me too. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to y'all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerate podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Profit Accelerated podcast. If you want some more information about me or free resources, please visit my updated website, donkkennedy.com. Follow me on social at donkkennedyxo on Instagram and on Facebook at donkkennedymentor. I'll see you next time.